I'm Jennifer Flanagan, President and CEO of Actua. This audio series has been created to introduce you to people who are using their STEM education and background to innovate and to impact the world around them. Over the next four weeks, they'll be telling me their stories and describing their discoveries. We're going to start our series with a conversation with one of Canada's greatest supporters of STEM engagement. She's someone who loves science and who understands the importance of engaging youth in STEM from a very unique business perspective. With us is Elise Allen, President and CEO of GE Canada. Elise, welcome. Thanks, Jennifer. Great to be here with you. GE is a major employer of highly skilled workers, and that gives you a unique perspective on how the world of work is changing. From your point of view, why do we need a more tech-savvy workforce? I think one of the biggest changes that I'm seeing right now is this whole idea of the industrial internet. It's hard to believe, but by 2020, we see over 50 billion machines being connected on the internet. It really is this next industrial revolution. And it's going to change everything from how we manufacture to how we think about our services business and actually how you shape and build new businesses. If you take that and then you add on ideas around virtual reality, these millions of new apps that are being developed, robotics, other areas in advanced manufacturing, and you really start to understand this incredibly frantic pace of change and reinvention that we're seeing in the workplace. It's cool. It's exciting, and it offers lots of opportunity, but there's a lot of technology and a lot of technology change. We certainly see this at Actua, and that's why we've been doing programming to increase technology skills of youth. GE, of course, has been extremely committed to helping us in this work. Why is this such a big priority for you? Well, certainly, you know, as GE is going through this huge digital transformation where we have these thousands of machines that are actually GE machines, we've built them over 100 years, we have to now connect them to the industrial internet and build software that works on these machines and helps them talk to one another. So just in the company to drive this type of transformation, we've hired over three thousand digital employees in the past two or three years alone. They're doing everything from software development to architecture and a whole host of other things. And at the same time, the engineers, the scientists, and the research folks and everyone that we employ is also pivoting to making sure that they can connect our machines into this digital revolution. And then, of course, all our regular employees that were selling the hardware before really all have to try and make sure they can become a software salesperson. It's a real change. GE has an initiative called Ecomagination. Can you speak specifically about how that is related to STEM innovation? Ecomagination has been a, such a successful strategy for us, and it's really about leveraging our scientists, our researchers, our engineers around the world to really address the big global challenges that we have that have to do with our environment, such as carbon, GHG emissions, issues around water, rural health, All these areas we've really pulled together across the company our best in terms of our science and technology folks to really try and develop uh, solutions to these very challenging global problems. I've also heard you speaking about the importance of bringing in the arts to this whole activity of, of science and technology and how that will drive innovation. Can you speak about that a little bit? There's going to be a tremendous opportunity around industrial design and new approaches to how you look at things and how you structure things. We hear a lot about 3D printing 
And 3D printing, what it does that a lot of people don't understand is right now you might have a machine that has four parts. And those four parts were all designed that way because that's the only way we know how to make them. So it's actually the manufacturing capability is telling us how to design something. Now we have a way to make something in, in a 3D environment. It totally changes how we can therefore design it. We do an innovation barometer. We survey countries all around the world. And in Canada, we said, what's one of the barriers to being an innovative company? And what amazed us is how many companies, both in Canada and actually in our, in our other survey respondents, said that one of the big barriers is we do not have enough out-of-the-box creative thinkers. And so I think this ability to bring together people that maybe might be deep into the science tech technology with those who think about the problems, think about design, look at it from a different perspective, that team will be incredibly valuable as we look at sort of the next generation of work. Can you share some of the things that you're doing personally to stay current in STEM against the backdrop of incredible change, something that so many of us are, are struggling to keep up with as, as youth uh, remind us of on a daily basis. My personal goal this year, which I have written down so I don't forget it, and I made it into a headline because I was asked to by another group, is I wanted to go from a digital dinosaur to a digital diva. And so every month I'm picking things that I'm doing to accomplish my goal. And one thing that I've been doing all year is I'm hanging out with people that I don't know that are in a space that I don't understand. So I've been hanging out with all these entrepreneurs that have all made millions creating things that I barely understand, but I am understanding it because I'm hanging out with them. And I'm seeing how they thought about it, how they took an idea through the innovation process and actually were able to create this company. Um, I'm trying to understand what are the different applications that they're doing, you know, on the computer and how they're using software and hardware to create um, uh, new solutions for customers and just how that thought process works in order to make sure that we can bring it back into the company. Because we've also set up our own accelerator here at GE, where we're also bringing in these um, young companies that are focused on solutions for the marketplace, and it's fantastic what we're doing there. Um, I'm also spending time on trying to make sure I understand what we're doing in our new robotics center. Um, so I think being curious about these um, about these areas uh, is really important, always wanting to learn. And so in my journey to be a digital diva, I am pursuing all lines of curiosity and making sure I just stay current and uh, on top of it. Thank you so much, Elise, for taking the time to speak today with me and for your ongoing leadership in STEM, your personal mentorship, and really for showing us what a true innovation leader is. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. It's been a delight and I look forward to the next conversation. Elise Allen is one of the most influential leaders in the country in the space of innovation and is leading a company that is really setting the tone for the future of work. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as I have, and I encourage you to listen to the rest of the podcast series where we're speaking to young people in the thick of the future of work. <laughs>